You're listening to Tech Talk Central. This is George Vulgaris. I'm here with Yachid Yuhaj, a systems engineer, uh, Southeastern Europe for NetApp. Hello, Yachid. Hi, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me on. It's great. Uh, it's great to have you here. So, uh, Yachid um, started his career in enterprise IT 15 years ago. And after working in several uh, different technical roles as uh, sysadmin, then support uh, and professional services, uh, he started to focus on virtualization, storage, and backup. And at the moment in NetApp, he's working with Flexpod um, since its beginning in uh, 2010. And uh, his main interest these days are interoperability between different virtualization and cloud uh, solutions. So, uh, Yachid, uh, tell us a few things about um, uh, about Flexpod. And uh, I mean, I understand it's a product that it was it was co-developed by NetApp and Cisco, right? Uh, exactly, exactly. So the um, the whole thing started around uh, uh, 2009. In uh, 2009, we came out with the with the very first uh, uh, infrastructure, which was called the uh, Secure Multi Tenancy. But that was uh, that was very um, it, it contained a lot of technical things, um, so we wanted to simplify. And basically, in 2010, we came mm-hmm. out with the idea of what we call Flexpot today, which is uh, which is a converged infrastructure having uh, compute and network resources from Cisco and uh, having a NetApp storage solution. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, and which which part of the of the stack is? Um, uh, 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 Flexpod focusing. I mean, from data, I mean, to the application. Uh, yeah, or, the original Flexpod models were only for virtualization, but mm-hmm. um, but uh, over the years we started to expand them. So you can you can use a Flexpod today for pretty much everything. So you can do any of the hypervisors, like you know Hyper-V or VMware or Xen or or mm-hmm. what, what do you prefer? And also you can you can run uh, what we call bare metal uh, environments, like you know Oracle on Linux or SAP or, or any kind of that. Okay. So, again, to, to draw some context for our audience, because we don't expect everyone to be as tech-savvy as uh, uh, some people in the, in the event today. Um, so, uh, we are talking about a product that deals with data, at the moment, like mostly at the data, not the interfacing, the, the whatever database you have between middleware or uh, the communication with the app, right? Um, yeah. So, so NetApp interest uh, obviously is, is the is providing the data in the in the infrastructure, as NetApp itself is a is a data management company. So, what mm-hmm. we are doing is uh, storage and data management solutions. If mm-hmm. you look at Flexpod, Flexpod itself is a complete data center. So, if you if you have a Flexpod infrastructure, if you if you if you if you turn it on, you you pretty much get everything. So it's an it's an end to end end to end infrastructure, mm-hmm. um, and 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 even the infrastructure itself it, it can scale from the from the smallest companies what we call Flexpod Express uh, to the to the largest enterprises what we call uh, Flexpod Data Center or Flexpod Select. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. so basically basically Flexpod itself is a end to end data center. Mm-hmm. If you don't have anything else than a Flexpod, you can boot it on and and then you can fle- uh, uh, then you get a data center. So you, you already half answered my next question, uh, which was, um, what are your 
the target groups what what um, offerings do you have for like uh, uh, other offerings for small companies for SMBs for uh, are there any incentives or promos for startups or are it just for mid size and enterprise level companies um uh, yeah so so pretty much, pretty much everyone so if you look at so the so the main value proposition of flexbody is is not just having the uh, you know the best of breed technology in a single in a single stack in a single infrastructure mm-hmm. but also uh, it's very important to understand that that uh, that with flexbody you can you can decrease the amount of risk uh, what you have in an infrastructure so in a standard IT project today uh, if you need if you need your build your own infrastructure you need to figure out what kind of servers what kind of networking or what kind of storage you put together and then you need to make your own testing you need to make your own validation and basically mm-hmm. what flexpot does is a, is is a validated on infrastructure so basically netop and cisco engineers together they put their own badge on that that okay if you deploy this thing it's it's going to work and it's going to be supported uh, so basically you can you can you can um, you can uh, decrease the risk uh, for for very very low end customers we can we can provide a flexpot express mm-hmm. and flexpot express will will have we have a configuration what we call flexpot express small so mm-hmm. it it will it will scale down to the to the smallest uh, msbs uh, we have we have different issues today when uh, when you call um, uh, very small companies uh, startups or or incubator projects you know uh, for them it, it doesn't necessarily that they have the the amount of money for the investment if they mm-hmm. want to start a new project and uh, and our storage of uh, storage solutions are available also as a software running in uh, in um, in hyperscale uh, cloud like uh, Amazon web services so if you want to to start with your project and you don't have the money up front uh, you can you you can you can deploy your services in Amazon with our storage solution pay as you grow and if uh, your project is big enough that you want to bring into uh, your own premise mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then then you can use our storage solutions to to move the data and this is where we end up with the data mobility mm-hmm. now speaking of uh, of data mobility i mean i we did mention that uh, briefly before before the interview but uh, it is clear that the, the the structure of the average um, uh, enterprise stack of applications if you want has changed dramatically during the last few years i mean uh, it used to be like a terminal and uh, perhaps a server but now you have apps on the mobile you have apps on the web you have apps on 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 desktops you have much very very different and, and much more diverse backends uh, to maintain and control and all those different um, Uh, apps and different layers have different needs, different storage needs. So, um, uh, can you tell us some of the key challenges of of, of those of today of modern structures, uh, modern app stacks, and modern modern app structures, and how these are addressed by solutions like uh, the Flexpot? Um, yeah. So, the, so the challenge is today that um, that we got used to virtualization already. Mm-hmm. So, virtualization started like ten years ago, and ten years ago it was it was not that simple. It was a it was a cl- complex infrastructure. But if you look at uh, virtualization today, it's it's extremely easy. Especially if you look at uh, cloud providers, you know, like Azure or or Amazon. Uh, I don't know if you tried it, but it's it's extremely mm-hmm. easy uh, to consume. So you go there with your credit card. You you create a virtual machine and there you go you can you can create your applications um so 
so so working with compute is easy you can you can move around your virtual machines uh, you can uh, you can you can make your your applications mobile but data is heavy what we call data heavy have its own gravity you know uh, so, mm-hmm. so moving data between uh, different virtualization platforms or the different uh, cloud uh, providers it's 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 not easy the data is not uh, you know uh, it's like it's like moving your money from one bank to the, to another one and the bank will tell you that okay I can give you uh, your money, but not in a format what you can use in the other bank. So mm, it's it's mm. it's 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 complex. It's it's hard, and this is what we try to help our customers to make you know move the data from anywhere to anywhere, literally. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean another change that I think uh, sometimes uh, is not uh, is an oversight is the the massive change in, uh, which happens at, at connectivity and transport level, right, with uh, the, the available bandwidth and the available speed, not just bandwidth of the, of the existing networks. So um, how does that change the, the, the landscape the, of, of, of the um, storage solutions and the architectures, if you want? The, this tra- uh, what, what kind of transition are we at the moment? Um, yeah, so... So this is this is more like uh, my my personal uh, feedback on sure. this. So so what what I see lately is that um, that um, let's say like uh, like ten years ago the uh, the the networking uh, transition in the storage were started. Um, and uh, and people still even today they are pushing the uh, the legacy solutions you know because they got used to it and they say that okay if i need to have a, a solution which performs then i need to go with the legacy solutions and if you if you move into a multi data center solution or into cloud everything gets uh, gets uh, gets much more commodity so everything mm-hmm. is is more like uh, standard networking uh, and you need to know how how to build your solutions on that and and this is where we are focusing uh, for for a long long time how how build our storage solutions and deliver them on the uh, on the easiest networking uh, stack you know mm-hmm. and i guess something similar also applies for things again like the big data applications for example which again have different same same topic but slightly different configurations basically right just like see, looking at the same problem from different uh, perspectives i think right now uh, yes 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 and um and it seems the world is uh, transitioning into into big data and also the um uh, even within the storage solutions we 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 start to see commodity solutions more and more and it's mm-hmm. very 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 tough to to build you know uh, if if you build your mobile application today uh, maybe you you think in you think in terabytes of data you know which is which is normal today and and if your mobile application gets uh, popular you can you can get into the uh, regions of of Bytes and exabytes easily, and then you need mm-hmm. to figure out how you scale your storage infrastructure, which is which is not that easy anymore. Indeed, that, that's that's very interesting, and uh, and uh, one of those uh, areas that is undergoing disruption, as we as we say, but is often being uh, uh, left outside of the of, of the picture. Uh, so uh, this was uh, Yachid Yuhas, uh, systems engineer for NetApp. Yachid, thank you very much for your time. Thanks for having me on. Uh, this is George Vulgaris for Tech Talks Central. You're listening to Tech Talks Central.